This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Rockstar sparkling energy, yeah. carbonated. Yeah. Is it good? It's pretty good. I like their uh, <clears throat> orange original Nas flavor. Oh, yeah. I like that one better. This They're is like making a uh, Doritos Mountain Dew now. I saw that. That's it fucking heinous. It, looked, it looks that? really gross. That's, that's like, heinous. That's not good for your brain. Are we uh, good here? Yeah, Salt we're rolling. Sweet oh, we are? One container. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, can we get some of that shit? What? The Doritos Mountain Dew? I, I don't want to even smell that. I read test markets. Are we a test market? Uh, I don't know. Was the collective, uh, is the collective IQ of LA low enough? I don't know. Maybe if we go to... we got to be 15 years old. Go to Chino or something, maybe. Maybe. Somewhere in the Inland Empire. Inland yeah. Empire, yeah, for sure. Fellow. Or if we go to Cancun, you <laughs> there. Fellow's the market. <laughs> it's basically the places where you can That's still true. get... That's true. Fellow is the perfect customer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody get Fellow some of that shit. It's Cheeseburger, or Doritos. Doritos and fucking uh, and Mountain Dew. Wherever <laughs> you can Yuck. still get vintage for loco, you can probably buy the new Doritos <laughs> Mountain Dew. Crap. Can you get... Is that, I bet you could get vintage for loco on eBay somewhere. Mm-hmm. My mom has yeah. still like in her closet like some glass bottle Coca-Cola from the 1996 Olympics. I can't wait on... I don't know why oh, she has it. I, it's sugar. It, I mean, it's gonna last till like you know the next century sometime. Totally. In yeah, case we sugar. ever need like Coca Cola. If the last years. thing, well, you see, it's your mom's investment. That's that's her retirement. Yeah, that's plan. her retirement plan. Yeah, yeah. If you need that soda for to stay alive, it's all gone. Very what if it ferments wrong. on its own? I don't know. I it just, wouldn't. It's a vacuum. Alcohol. We like lived in Atlanta at the time, so that was like a big deal. The Atlanta the memor- Olympic memorabilia shit. Yeah, so is the Coca-Cola yeah. Museum, and it's not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, no. <laughs> It's really not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I dragged Zach and Thad to the Coca-Cola. Did you, call, you were oh, there I for remember. that? Yeah, I dragged to the Coca-Cola Museum. It didn't yeah. have the fountains you promised. It didn't. No, they used to, they remodeled it and somehow made it worse. I also got 20 years older. I was <laughs> expecting the, the Epcot fountains where it shoots the big stream across. Well, that's what they had. They used to I shoot the soda across the room. They don't do that anymore. It's lame. That would have been cool. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess... You, know. you used to put your cup on the thing, and like the it would come from fifty feet away and soar through the air and like land in your cup. If Why you're eight we, years old, I get where that could be. That cool. was ridiculous. Why were we in Atlanta? We were on our way f- driving uh, from somewhere New York to Florida, to right? New York to Florida, oh, New York to Alabama to or something. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah, yeah. That was a and, lot of driving. <laughs> and in hindsight, we probably could have stopped anywhere else in Atlanta and had a better time. Uh, yeah, it's a Smoking Tire podcast, obviously, because you downloaded it and you know what that is. Yeah, we've been all over the place. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know where I don't know where you've been. I don't know where you've been. I was where he was. Okay, I was in Mexico. <laughs> so time stops pretty much there. Yeah, my friend got married. It was drunk. It was very drunk. All in. Uh, all-inclusive resorts. So everybody came back <laughs> with all their body parts. Dude, 
Oh, so this place, I didn't realize at the time how all, how all-inclusive it meant. It meant open bar 24 hours a day for oh, four days. Yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting like time. The, the, there was like six bars at this resort. You don't leave the resort. You're just at the resort the whole time. Yeah. It's like it, Club Med without being called Club Med, basically. And it was kind of nicer a little bit than Club Med. But, like, the bars are open from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. And even when the bars close, it's open room service. And they will bring you booze and room service f- for free. And if, even if not, they have, you have a mini bar in your room that is fully stocked every day for free. How many How many times did you dip into each of those? Uh, I did oh. free room service a couple – because you're wasted. So you come home and you're like, free room service? Fuck yeah. You know, so yeah, I got, I got a couple chicken fingers a little bit. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, we did drink some of the beers in the mini bar, although I couldn't drink them fast enough for them to be replenished. They put like six a day, like in my room, and like I wasn't drinking six beers a day. Alpha males in my drink room. six beers a day. Yeah, if the al- if Tom the Alpha was there, maybe. But but uh, we were at the. I mean, you're drinking like just all day. It's crazy how much. And we had we, someone thought that bringing a magnum of Johnny Black was a good idea. Um, and so that got carried around like a baby the, for three days, <laughs> and I don't think it was poured into a cup once. It was people only drank out of that. Oh, so that That's had a good way to pour it. Came, it came to snorkeling end. with us, you know, when it was like half empty and the top half was water, it would float. That's you know, what would be great <laughs> is if somebody rigged two snorkels. They had their breathing snorkel and their drinking yeah. snorkel. Yeah. Well, it took it took about eight seconds of snorkeling before we realized you could do shots through a snorkel. You could chug beers through a uh, Chris the groom. Congratulations, by the way. Chug a full beer through a snorkel, no hesitation. Epic. Do you pour it in ahead of time, then go? Like no, no, no. Bomb? Real time. Real time. Okay. Snorkel in mouth, pour. It was it was That's impressive. Yeah. So uh, I was nowhere near a car since you've last heard me on this podcast. The closest I got was an airport shuttle in a Nissan and about the auto Zam. We talked about. Did we talk about AutoZam yeah, last we week? The oh, last we were week. In here. Negotiations continue. I know Seth listened to the last podcast, by the way, where we talked about him wanting too much money for the car because he commented on it. We should keep doing that. Yeah, I know. Keep getting the getting wildly the expensive. He made me a counter offer, which I am considering. <laughs> wildly so, expensive. The AutoZam is still on the table. I fucking want that thing. I really do. It's just it's all about money, isn't it? It looks like a race car bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, fat, fat. It does. You could cut it in half and like turn it into something else. It's about the size of a race car bed too. Um, my bed occupies more square footage than that does by quite a margin. I bet. Yeah, that's it's, like the size of like a full. Actually, mattress. no. See that? So the Autozam was 4.6 feet wide by 10. Five feet long, so it was roughly oh, 10. That's roughly long. forty-three square feet, forty-four square feet, That's roughly ten feet long. That's like it's a ten feet long. It's like it's a longer than a king-size bed. It's long, but a king-size bed is what eight Wider. feet long by eight feet wide, sixty-four square feet. Yeah, so I think my bed is actually more square footage. It's than about twenty-four zam. square feet larger. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 significant. It's an NBA bed, and I don't. The thing about the AutoZam is, I don't. I think. People who see a picture of it don't get it. People who see it in person are like, that's awesome. Even Tom Morningstar, who doesn't even like cars anymore, thought it was sure. the coolest thing ever. And even my friend Matt Hill, who you guys know, mm-hmm. and only likes things that are really fast, got to drive for five minutes, and he came back and he was like, this thing is hilarious. It's great. Then Yeah, then he'd so, like it. Yeah. He's, he's funny. 
It makes it makes little turboy noises. Good. You're you're saying the suspension's crap. The suspension is pretty shit. It doesn't it doesn't um, change direction well at all. If you load it up in one corner, it it has a, a solid amount of grip, especially. So I I sit on the right side to drive it. So it it turned right a lot better than it turned left because my body weight had already kind of loaded up the suspension. You're a sway bar. So if you're not if you don't have a passenger with you, it's probably best to throw a couple bags of concrete in the footwell. Well, and if I side. actually buy this thing, I would fix the suspension. Just get sway bars. Yeah, yeah. Because fortunately, Airbags. fortunately, these Japanese cars don't really have yeah. the same kind of like numbers matching stock, blah 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 that that Mm-mm. the American muscle stuff does. Yeah. So you could put a set of coilovers on the. Actually, Thad had the good good sense to say, "Why don't I call Accuair?" <laughs> And slam it on bags. It would look rad on the ground. It would. It would look great tucked on bags. But the problem is, I think even the lightest AccuAir setup is still probably like 75, 80 pounds. It's got the tank and all that shit. Well, even beyond that, I think from a dimension standpoint and being able to fit it in there, you you could fit the, the setup. Behind the seats? No, I don't but mean. The, I don't mean. Have a, I don't mean the compressor, but I mean the actual the actual dampers. Oh no, they they would work. Yeah, they work. Wait, you mean the whole kit with dampers and compressors, eighty pounds? Because that's not bad. That's not I'm, bad. I mean, I'm, that ge- be- I'm guessing on that. I would I would guess that it probably adds seventy five or eighty pounds to the total weight pounds. of the car. But if you go to fifteen inch wheels, you can run a Miata slick. I don't know if you can fit 15-inch wheels in that car, dude. Those are really fucking small. I don't know. They're really little. They're four, it's 14-inch wheels with 35 uh, profile tires on them. Oh, right those now. are real low. Yeah, yeah, they they're make, low. They make yeah. Who tires makes that tires size? that size? It has brand new tires on it. I think they were like Bridgestone. 14s? They were Bridgestone or something. Miatas. A lot of them run 14s. Miatas run 14s. A lot of, like, Civics from the 80s and 90s will Mm -hmm. run 14s. Like, there's stuff out there. The the problem with the DeLorean tires is they're 14s, and they're, like... You need sidewall? They're, like... They're narrow 14s with a... Like, they're hard to find. I don't know. Yeah. No, there's a lot of... A lot of Miatas run, like, 14s that are wide-ish. Yeah, these were, like, a 205-35-14. I'm kind of wide for. They're brand new. The tire, tire the Seth had brand new tires, but that's cool. It'll last a while. I, I'm, I'm thinking about it, but it's fucking tempting, man. That thing is so cool, and the idea of having the only one for at least a little while is, is really appealing to me. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do the suspension, see if you can get like a bushing kit and everything from Japan too, because that'd probably make a yeah. Huge no, people, people car. like track them and shit in Japan. Yeah. You can get the. I don't know where to find Japanese parts, but they, it can be done. I know it can. Be Internet. Done. The Absolutely. internet is for yeah. yeah. You, That'd be you cool. Stop to jerk off on the way, but then you'll eventually make it to Jack. Like it's anti-porn than bushing. <laughs> yeah. Well, your refractory period, you're thinking clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Once you clear the head out a little yeah. bit, uh, I bet that thing looks like it would own the MR2 landscape because I just watched regular car reviews on the the AW20 yeah, MR2, yeah. and because the, the AutoZone looks kind of like just that. shrunk yeah, yeah. it, so it would show up and be like, I got. In the side profile, it looks like that. From the front, it looks like a Ford RS200, mm-hmm. and from the back, it looks like an R33 Skyline, mm-hmm. miniaturized. It has the same mm-hmm. the same tail lights and rear deck as a Skyline. Fucking puggle. It's yeah, awesome. I think the Nissan Pulsar turbo thing is that as one cool was for was really really Miranda. cool. Yeah. But it's not that thing doesn't have. Do you see this thing? It's not the same pulsar we got in this country. Yeah, no, it's a GTI. It's like a hatchback. It looks no. like a Peugeot oh, wait, 206. No, I have seen that before. I know. Yeah, what yeah. You're talking about. yeah. But it doesn't like. It doesn't look like anything. No, like it, you, it, that's like a super nerd car because it has like zero street credit. SR20 and yeah. a turbo no, and no, all-wheel drive. That's don't cool. get me. I know it's awesome, but that's a, that's the nerdiest yeah. car. Ever. It looks like you're playing Grand Theft Auto and you get in and it says hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Spe- and, with, and the AutoZam is in Grand Theft Auto 3 and 4, I think. Really? Yeah, it is. Huh. The, that's uh, where Seth found out about it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, speaking of uh, Japanese, the uh, the current Acura, I think it's the RL, or what's the what's the top sedan for Acura right now? The RL. The RL. That's, that's now, been around for like a decade. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be, yeah. they're now releasing it in Japan as the Honda Legend. It's coming back as the Legend there, the top The same car? Yeah. Same shit. Same oh, shit, God. basically. Acura, what are you doing? Stop. Stop. The Auto Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the one in Grand Theft Auto. It's so funky. Yeah, looking. yeah. It has like an air dam on it, kind of. Yeah. I don't, dude, Acura, God, Acura used to be so awesome. I almost bought an Acura. I almost bought a TL Type S in 05. Yeah, and then a were, CL Type S because the CL came with an optional stick. They were they were better driving cars than the Lexus were at the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's like, guys, what are you doing? Like, it's. I'll really tell you fun. what. I mean, we had on Hooniverse, we had the former head of uh, Honda and Acura marketing for the U.S. on, and he he basically said one of the reasons he left is because they were just completely losing their way. Yeah, well, they but who's ditched. in charge of not of not losing the way? Isn't someone in charge over there? What the fuck is going Apparently on? Apparently not, because he goes, they, the dumbest thing they did is they axed their two top sellers the year he left, which was, which was the, RSX. the RSX yeah, and the Element. Those were Honda's two biggest cars that they oh, were selling it? at the time. I don't... Was it really? Was he, yeah. The, the well, R- that was the R- the the Integra RSX was yeah. Acura's biggest. And I don't understand the, the killing biggest. of the RSX. That made no sense to me because they were they were still selling them. It's not like and if people it, it was like a good car like they yeah. if they made another one like what the fuck. Well, there was a story that came out the other day where they were saying that they may bring the Integra back. Yeah, well, they they would certainly they have to, don't they? They, they yeah. recycle those names all the time. It's yeah. never going to be the homologated, lightweight, front-wheel drive thing that it used to be. No, it's but I mean, if if they bring a Civic over and give it a nice interior and make it perform okay, then it's not horrible, I suppose, but... You mean an Integra? Yeah. As an Integra. No, that's what I mean, is take a Civic and turn it into oh, an Integra. Oh, oh, You need a new body, though. That was the... Yeah, yeah, it has to be a completely different body. Integra can't, is cool It can't looking. share any body panels or, or greenhouse or any of that kind of crap. I feel like the Integra always looked more like a coupe than the Civic coupe did. Jeez. Something about it. You know, Civic coupe wing, was just very slab-sided. Yeah, I mean... Also, all, the, ha- just... the sort of slanted hatchback deal, you know what I mean? The yeah. Civic coupe was like a two-door sedan, really. I think yeah. the RSX might be arguable with the NSX. It's probably top of, you know, like close to like best-looking car that I ever made. Yeah, the RSX Type S was sweet. It's that thing was car. really, really good. Good good inside, good outside, good car. And actually, the first-generation MDX was pretty dope, too, at the time. I don't remember. Yeah. The SUV, the first-generation yeah, yeah. SUV. Oh, yeah, they were fine. They, they were never. good. I mean, that was like a nice... Uh, I, had a, I had a girlfriend Alter- who drove them. Sweet. Uh, well, real quick, how about I plug someone? Can you do that? We'll plug yeah, do it now. Right. Space them out a little bit. When they're still listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we got to talk about Forza. Yay. Forza Motorsports, yes? Mm-hmm. Forza we say it like more. the Italians, a Forza. Forza Motorsports. It's a proud sponsor of the Spoken Tire Podcast. And it's the official racing game of the show. Their, uh, their latest title, Forza Horizon 2, is... Uh, just ridiculous. We talk about it every show. So fun. Massive open world racing game. Dramatic weather. Day and night changes. Drive like cars anywhere. You can drive like across fields. You can drive off cliffs over trees. It's it's really, really good fun. Instantly connect with your friends in the ultimate celebration of speed, style, and action-packed driving. Explore beautiful, exotic locations in more than 200 of the world's greatest cars created with precise, stunning detail in 1080p. They're matching for the t-shirts. Oh my god, you guys are wearing matching Forza 5 t-shirts yes, right now. Yes, we are. That's awesome. 
<laughs> Remind me to have a threesome with you after the show. Forza Horizon is 2 that is my punishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the highest rating reason game on Xbox over the past year, exclusively on Xbox. Available today to learn mo- more. <laughs> and I was I was told this in email over last week. I was <laughs> saying the website wrong, and I'm sorry, Forza people. It's ForzaMotorsport.net. Or Xbox.com. Yeah. I was saying Xbox.net, and I messed it up. Mm. ForzaMotorsport.net. And also, I would like to inform you that the Xbox One is on sale now through the end of 2014 for $349, uh, which is $50 off the OG MSRP. Yeah, is Grand Theft Auto like 50 bucks? Yes, it is. We can probably arrange that. If you would like to p- purchase an Xbox One for the crib... I will uh, get another download code for Horizon 2, and, and I'll buy you Grand Theft Auto for... And uh, Thad was actually, never seen again. I just went to Target yesterday ends. morning. They're doing a deal this week where they're doing buy two, get one free on games. Oh, cool. So Excellent. I picked up a couple of games. Yeah, yeah, and also, so, someone yeah. just told me on email, there apparently there's a smoking tire driving club within Horizon 2 that we didn't make and we don't didn't know about, but uh, I don't know how to dr- how to join a club. Do you know how to join a club? Uh, we're gonna have to no. figure out how to join. We've been a club, saying this forever, and it's just like we get in the game and we just drive around doing dumb shit. Yeah, but if so, if someone knows how to invite <laughs> TST Racing to, uh, to to the club, I'll, I'll we'll join the club. No worries. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you gotta and you gotta arrange the time when you're all on to drive. Otherwise, you're driving with avatars. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's, I've driven with Corey. It's fun to drive with somebody else. Oh, it is. It's really it's good fun. Mm-hmm. The, have, you, uh, have you found? Any, did you guys build any new crazy cars? Yeah. Didn't Harrison build Harrison like built a, a nutty car? What did he build? It was a, a mini? It was an Austin Mini. Yeah. And then he put a 700 horsepower V8 in it with all-wheel drive. Yeah. And it was the auto drift machine. All you had to do was just mash the gas and throw the wheel one way, and it would just automatically bounce back and forth across the fields, <laughs> racking up like 100,000 points. That, uh, that like Z4 thing or whatever he built was absolutely undrivable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The art of subtlety is not there with that one yet, but that's okay. Well, he's 18. That happened. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, we're in our we're now approaching mid 30s, and the art of subtlety is just starting to grace us. I, I feel so old. You know that it's 18 to drink in Mexico. So oh man, all these high school kids go down there like spring break, oh and it's like it was a mess. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, I built a C2 Stingray Corvette that yeah. says FBI on the side and it's 900 horsepower. Female awesome. body investigator. Did you guys oh, see you that go. Ring Brothers oh, wow. car at SEMA? I, I, yeah. We haven't done anything with the, uh, the Nova. Uh, it's a Chevelle. I or was believe. it a Chevelle? It's a Chevelle. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 986 horsepower yeah, recoil with like yeah. an airplane interior. The interior was the best part of that. Yeah. Cool. We're gonna I, have to call Mike and Jim and get a little seat. I can report bad. back on us our SEMA reporting. Yeah, What's you your, what was your SEMA reporting? The Palazzo Hotel pool is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, "Why didn't you go to SEMA this year?" And we're like, "Did you see SEMA on the internet?" Me too. <laughs> that, that was it. I, I think it's fun, but it's too it's too expensive for me to go for fun. That's all it is. Yeah, because I've, yeah. I've only been for work, so and going for I would like work to go is for not fun. fun. No, right? But going it's for too work expensive. Is I mean, it, going and podcasting the last couple of years was kind of fun. But Did you go? No, you not at, this oh. year. I skipped it this year. But at the same time, when you're carrying around all that stuff, it fucking sucks. You also, you also, um, you know, the industry doesn't move that fast. No, you know what I mean. So you could probably go to SEMA every five years or four years. And get as much out of it as if you go every year. If you're if you're oh, meet yeah. like there's not and and our videos show it. No, no one watches our videos about SEMA. No one gives a shit. Like, there's too much coverage. There's so much. Coverage. I mean, if you want really good SEMA coverage, your best bet is go to Autoblog. They get yeah, everything. It's true. Probably three weeks. I mean, later. the coolest well, the coolest stuff there you'll see in a video like like Ken Boxcar. The best thing yeah, you see yeah. it do is in a video, not yeah. sitting. 
in a booth. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if we next year we should try to get a suite for SEMA and just drink it. Do a po- and, and just and do, do a podcast, podcast like yeah. live from yeah, the Hard yeah, Rock yeah. Hotel. You have to stay at the Hilton for that because that's sort of where SEMA. Yeah, is. you really do. You yeah, got to do that. Or um, the good news is we can probably get a suite at the Hilton for like nine dollars. Not during SEMA. Not during That's SEMA. Nothing. If we, book it, if we book it this week. Well, if we just get a big party now. suite and then people <clears> come to us. What if we get an RV and or a bus and just park it? Like, oh, like Galpin Somewhere. Ford stuff? Yeah. What if we theirs? just podcast on Galpin's semi-truck? That's Genius! <laughs> we'll, we will build a mobile podcast studio as a SEMA vehicle. Well, we I'm can, actually... <laughs> just bring it's interesting you mentioned that because theoretically this evening I'm going to do um, Eddie If's Talking Shit podcast mm-hmm. um, where he says he has built uh, a school bus or is building a school bus into a mobile podcast studio, mm-hmm. which is neat because I think everyone who's into That's cars great. has at one point contemplated bu- buying a school bus and doing something with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we did an entire episode about that. Well, these fuckers raised sure. did a, did a sixty thousand dollars in twenty four hours on a Kickstarter to turn Ooh. to do a mobile podcast studio out of this bus. Dope. So. I don't think they've, Kickstarter don't think they've done anything with it yet, but I, I've been told I'm going over there to podcast on the bus. So, oh, cool! It's going to be dark out. I hope they've at least got lights in there. Or take something. acid like the uh, like what's it's like face? further. What's his face's bus? <laughs> that Ken Kesey. Oh, yeah, the Mary Prankster's bus. Yeah. Okay, so on that on that question of of crowdfunding of stuff, um, I'm curious, and I'm not saying we're going to do it for this show, but I'm trying to do a little research on like if people are willing to donate stuff to podcasts. So, like, if you've got any, like, thoughts on that, just shoot me an email, chris at Shout Engine, because I'm trying to figure out if that's something that would be useful for other people. If you have a bus. Um, I think it would be interesting to do some kind of a... Like, I don't know why buy a bus, though, because you could buy... If you really are getting $60,000, like, you could buy a used RV... That's already like kind of eighty percent of the way there. You know what I mean? Because you. But could, he wants. I, I remember because I heard yeah. his po- him on Rogan's podcast <clears throat> when his idea was just starting. Yeah. And he was like the plans, and I think he wants to have street presence. He wants to be able to pull up to like a comedy club, and comedians would come out and do a podcast, and then go and, back and, and, and go back in. So it's yeah. like it's cool that it's sitting there. It's a school bus. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like you know an if, old if was, methy RV could be just as cool. I mean, yeah, a school bus has <laughs> character, but clean. so but yeah. so does like a neat kind of old RV. I don't know. A breaking bad RV. School buses are just they're better put together rvs are usually just kind of pieces of crap i imagine a school bus is more industrial grade but i'm not sure if it's like a van-based school bus then it really but even then that would still be fine you know i don't know what kind of school bus it is i guess we're gonna find out 70s retro disco van i mean you can buy like a 97 chevy school bus for like twenty five hundred dollars like well, the school, school bus, bus is so cheap and they're the, the bodies are metal right because rv <clears throat> yeah. bodies are made out of like fiberboard yeah they're bull, yeah. they're made yeah. out of bullshit yeah the interior yeah. stuff but look at roadkill like that's that's how you know what they're made out of top gear jump yeah. Cars through them. Yeah. yeah very good yeah you can drive a car through it pretty easily it seems we think allegedly yeah, yeah so, we don't know how much they cut out <laughs> but i think I, I like the idea of setting up shop in a in a suite versus having a, a mobile it yeah. seems like a mobile. St- I mean, look, I don't know what Eddie's business model is. I'm sure it's going to work for him, especially it's been, if it's been paid for by Kickstarter. But SEMA week, if you, if I would need, we need a scheduler. You would, we would actually need like a a real scheduler. Okay, you do it. Fine. I'm not doing that shit. No. <laughs> right, we could get, we get a suite the podcast in in like a couple of rooms, and we'd be like live from blah 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 hotel all week at SEMA. It's the, it's the Sam Rothstein show. Aces high. You know what though is if we put that out well, <laughs> we could probably get a bunch of promotional shit thrown our way. 
Yeah, we could probably get free things. Yeah. Stay well, I Harbor, mean, just the like, Hard Rock's right near there. That's a good party hotel. But the Hilton's, everyone's at the Hilton. They're going to be there yeah. during the day, so to say. Come over and at 2 and o'clock. It's not like they have to get I'd in a say, cab. No, over I'm, I'm thinking we can probably get people beer. like Magnaflow that'll like cater it and shit like that, so we wouldn't even have to do anything. Because if there's anything Magnaflow is known for, it's their food delivery it service. It is. <laughs> that, is, that is true. It's a little smoky, though. <laughs> Magnaflow for pulled pork. And yeah. then if we do SEMA Party Week, we probably do like a live audience at one point. Oof. Is that good? I don't know. I don't know if that would. It might eh, be. It might be mayhem. It, it could be. It'd be an interesting. I don't see that going well. I mean, it could go. It could happen. People could show up. You'd have so much back background conversation. Yeah. We're not. You shut the fuck up. Shut you shut. Up. We're not advanced <laughs> enough to deal with that kind of shit. I don't know. Uh, kids. I, I, I can make it happen, but it would be a. It would be challenging. I did way. see a cool trend in this in my in, I like I followed Seema on Instagram. I didn't even bother like it was, I was great. I didn't have to go. It was just, it, all shit on Instagram and the, these Polaris Razor things on monster truck tires. Have you seen that? That's a new one. No, on monster truck. Yeah, not no. not like Bigfoot competition level, but like big ass uh-huh. like Goodrich off road tires. Like, yeah, yeah, like thirty six inch you know super swampers yeah. like you'd see on a car. They have like extra long travel suspension. I, there's some of yeah. Is that, oh, they're on like space. they're on like Baja beadlock tires. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Like they look pretty oh, legit like that video yeah, I saw, yeah. Ones I saw, monster, monster truck may have been a bit uh, uh oh, I'm familiar with great, those i saw a video of that the other day this dude jumping those things yeah. like you know, oh, is that the uh, rj uh what's his name uh i gotta look it up because R- it was RJ awesome. anderson rj what the fuck is so one of the top gear photographer kids that did uh rj the, anderson the, anderson, the trip right? with yeah. us he interviewed the tax of rich dudes and oh, he showed yeah. me a video of them jumping a razor Huge. I saw the. I read the uh, Top Gear magazine interview with. Them. Yeah, that was him. He oh, wrote sorry, that. He yeah, wrote shout that out him. to Top Gear. Didn't you say like the podcast? Yeah. Shout like out it. to Top Gear magazine. We believe in you guys. I think this Top Gear thing may work out. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you guys, if they, if Top Gear magazine guys want to come hang on the show next, yeah, time, they're, they're over here. What the hell? Why get Anna. Get on it. You yeah. Beat the Top Gear US guys because we've invited them on multiple times and they haven't shown up. I don't think that's their fault. I well, think no, that's but I mean, and I don't mean sh- not showing yeah, up, yeah, like yeah. not showing up, but like. I could probably push a little harder on that. I'm sort of like, yeah, whatever, whatever you're down. Yeah. Uh, what else? We got LA Auto Show coming up. Is there anything big reveals happening yeah, in LA Auto Show? There's going to be some cool shit at the LA F-type Auto Show. F-Type all-wheel drive. Oh, yeah. That is What's a awesome. torque split? It's probably heavily rear-biased. It, it probably is. But, but it can send up to 50% to the front on, on an up. That could be cool. Can you pull up the e-brake one? How fucking uh, fun would that be? Are the they going to dial it out like really conservative, though, like for safety? Or do you think they're going to... Program it properly. There's been I bet it'll be good. the uh, reviews on their other all-wheel drive systems lately have been pretty favorable. So I bet I haven't seen anything. Can about you access spin an F-type? Well, they just announced it. Like there's this, which yeah, is on. I saw cars. the salt thing like, with the plane. They've and all announced that. they're yeah, going to yeah. make it. Specs-wise, um, who knows? But it's <clears> just the, the idea to me of a V8, obviously best, like great-looking coupe yeah. driving the snow. If I had I any like money, I like that idea. Awesome. I mean, well, what's what's going to be the premium on it? Like 10k. Probably. Um, sure. That's right. fair. Probably be 10, 12. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with the rear wheel drive. It could be really good. Who knows? I was supposed to be driving an F Type R this week, but I, I moved it. To, that's um, true. The ATSV is also going to get shown off. I saw a video of it doing a nice burnout. Okay. Uh, ATSV should be pretty. If it's got that twin turbo six from the. Um, CTS V Sport, yeah, uh, that's Very a nice. that's a monster engine. I think it might even be a higher end version of that motor. If they, if they juiced it up a little bit with a little exhaust noise, that wouldn't be the worst thing. That it be might good. be. <clears throat> I saw a thing where it may actually be dry sump as well in the ATS. Oh, that's good, which fun. would make sense. Dry sump is good. Yeah, like that. Um, 
It's, the, uh, uh, that's going to be a good car. But this F-Type, so we got a good month of cars in December. I've got the F-Type, and then I have the Mustang GT, and then the Mustang EcoBoost, which we actually have over Christmas. Okay. I got a, I got a two-weeker a two a on the EcoBoost. That's because they don't want to pick yeah. that shit up on Christmas. Of course not. That's great. Which is okay. I was like, you sure you guys don't want to pick it up on Christmas? They're like, you can have it. I'm like, thank you. Christmas can Canyon bombing? Now can we, we should, get the a Z28 for comparison? For With what? With the Mustangs. It'll crush the it. Z28 is like double the price of the GT. Should we compare a 1-liter EcoBoost to a 997 GT3? Because that seems... It seems yeah. plausible. Seems they similar. both have hey, a high horsepower per liter. I didn't they say it was going to be a statement. fair comparison. I just said there was going to be a comparison. They both have extensive use of aluminum. 123 horsepower per liter. Yeah. Is that what it is? That's what it is in the... In the um, I think it's something like that. Yeah. Which right. is good. Which is good. You got to stick two of those together and make two, a two liter V six. Two liter V six. That was your idea. I like yeah. it, dude. That'd be a fun little engine. Fuck yeah, it would. Twin turbo V six. Yeah. Two liters. So we got the ATSV. Cool. Is there anything else coming? In, it's coming to LA. Uh, there's something else. All wheel drive Jag, oh. which will basically not. It probably won't even be the real like the one on the show. They'll just stick a badge on a regular one. And oh <laughs> yeah, it won't be. It won't be made for a while. And, I, and to clarify, I think it'd only be good if I lived in a snow place. Here, yeah, I'd yeah. have rear wheel drive, of course. Yeah, but it's a cool option. It is a good. I, I like the ski slopes, the fucking Apre ski. You know, it's the RS five, J Crew sweater, little scarf, little banging. A lot of that. You know, that's what's up. A whole lot of chamomile and some <laughs> fine French wine. That's that's the market. Beaver and, Creek and opposite lock. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I told uh, Chris Hayes though. I did the the drive with the the Hellcat ship. Oh yeah, Thaddeus yeah. went from Texas to Vegas. I knew and you Hellcats. were doing that, but I didn't. I haven't heard much about it. Fan of supercharged motors, so the Charger, the four door, mm-hmm. from an eighty mile an hour roll, uh, walks a Hayabusa multiple times. That, yeah, four which times is excellent. in a row. Which is something I would have loved to test for myself if it wasn't raining. It's Fucking really it. fast. Yeah, it, uh, it did. We did the next to each other. Both gun it. He did the zing pass, get like a car length and a half, and we caught him and passed him. And then, <laughs> On the Busa? Yeah. Nice. And then straight just walked him the other two times. Dude, it's so boom, fast. Boom, boom. It's it's impressive fucking motor. Yeah. That, that that's an speed. engine with a, a car around it. Uh, basically, if you have to drive far and like driving fast by the car. So you drove that. You were in that back-to-back with the Viper. Does the Viper motor now feel like a piece of crap by comparison? The Viper motor is good above 4,000 RPM. Yeah. And you Viper to, motors, you got to wind them. Yeah. you got to be going 120 and zing it from 4,000 RPMs, and that's when it's fast. Yeah. Allegedly, in you, my yeah. If the Viper motor is geared so it's geared so long, and you gotta like you have to be going a zillion miles an hour for it to actually well, feel fast. Tim yeah. Kaniskis, the CEO, I, I guess this is on the record. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> it is now. Uh, uh, he was saying they have a Viper with four elevens running around in Detroit, and they may come out with ones with shorter gears oh. too, because they're like, yeah, the two hundred's nice, but like the four eleven car we have floating around is like really awesome. That makes yeah. sense. So they may. I that's told him. Idea. I told you can him, probably change that in your own Viper as well yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what hennessy started out doing was changing gearing ratios and vipers oh that's a good idea well, I, I told him the youth didn't care about top speed we care about going fast 150 and standing mile drag racing that's good that's true true because someone said the, did you was it you said it runs no someone uh the srt guys told me the charger hellcat runs 178 in the standing mile mm-hmm. which for the I record is a mile and a half faster than i ran in a zr1 two years ago Mm-hmm. Which it's is a much really, really car. fast. That's really that car yeah. is mm-hmm. so fast we, and underrated. We took the uh, the Charger to like 178 on a closed course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a cool course. Isn't That's it great how all of Arizona is a closed course? How does that <laughs> feel? How does that car feel at 178? Fine, it yeah. pulls at 178. <laughs> yeah, on the closed course. Yeah. yeah. 
And if I, you were to cruise at 150, it really pulls from 150 on the what, code for well, it's eight. They, the it's eight gears, and so you, usually, you know, in your in the Viper, for instance, the six-speed manual, like fourth gear is the one to one. In the in the ZF cars, sixth gear is the one to one. Right. So it's got so much gear to it. You know, even by the if you're getting it like it, it should pull ridiculously hard in sixth gear, which it does. I can't get over that card. We and we can we hit rapid fire questions on Charger Challenger because we've already talked yeah, about it. Yeah, we're here, but yeah, because we're on it. Uh, Charger or Challenger for each of you because you guys have both been around both. Challenger. I like the look of the Challenger better, but if you had a Grand Tour highway sedan, the Charger is fucking awesome. People think it's a cop car too, by the way. <laughs> Huge bonus. Very <laughs> That's true. true, I guess. Yeah, for something with that kind of motor that people get out of the way for, that's it, a huge advantage. It's easy to run up at 120 and have people move. <laughs> I, I was on the 10 last night, coming back from Pasadena, and I was doing 80, and I see headlights coming up on me hard, and it was a Challenger SRT8, and he got right up next to me, and he slowed right down. <laughs> he was like he, double, like Going. 20 miles an hour over my speed, and he then he matched me and sat there. Top cars are the best. That's fucking great. You get a, that's a, you get a Charger Hellcat. And then you get it in black, but then you get some white vinyl and do the doors and just fuck with people. I get the push bar and put the steely uh, cop wheels on that fit. Cut them and wind them. You get HREs that are like. Dyed I don't know if they would steelies. fit. You'd have to go like mob no. steel or something. I don't yeah. think they'd fit around the brakes. Yeah. Whatever HREs, you have to do to make them. Yeah. Just make only them powder coat the black all the way toward the center, but then stop. So that car's so, so tough. Silver. Uh, is the fuel economy in the Hellcat better or worse than the CTSV? Better. Better because of the gearing. Yeah, you guys. Were if you like put an 17. eight speed in that CTSV, which you you wouldn't do, but it could it would probably, probably match be close. It. But yeah, yeah it, it it's it pretty decent on the highway. They're both they're both six point two liter supercharged motors. So we're getting twenty something at a hundred in the Viper and six for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The Viper is good at a hundred, but it's terrible at thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also terrible below a hundred because there's no arrow. Yeah. And once you get going above a hundred, it kind of the arrow comes in play. It settles on the highway a little bit. Because we didn't drive it fast enough on the highway together, you and I. Not really. I drove it. I drove it pretty fast when I was by myself. Um, but, but you didn't yeah. cruise at like 110 for an hour and a half. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. That's what Arizona's for. Yeah. If you're gonna get a used GT car for like 45 grand, would you get a CTSV or wait for a Hellcat, which will obviously be a few years from now if they drop that much? Like CTSV wagon or Hellcat of your choice, same price. CTSV uh, wagon. CTSV wagon's probably a. It's a I like it. I like mm. the CTSV wagon shape a little bit better. Probably a better handling car. It weighs yeah, less. It probably right? will hold up better long term, like in terms of the value, because there's just there's not any more of them. There's that a, there's a fixed number that is known versus the Hellcat, which is an unknown. In the in the unlimited pow- number. And being that it's a used car, the power difference isn't a big deal because with an injector swap and a pulley change, it's 700 horsepower as well. Yeah, I, mean, I think a Hellcat would destroy it. I think the Hellcat would. I think you'd have to do quite a lot to a CTSV to keep up with a Hellcat in a straight line. Yeah. Actually, no. What is um it? Because uh, what is Hennessy's V700 car run? It runs like 10.8 on drag radials, right? That's the same as what a Hellcat. Yeah, runs. but I bet from a roll because what what everything I've been hearing is that the Hellcat makes 700 horsepower on like a sunny, humid day. Yeah, it's yeah. Like 100 degrees. Yeah, you know, and the, and the CTSV is has to be good temps. So. Yeah, what the what the engineer was saying with like the half smile, it's like yeah, it's only 707 in every condition we could ever possibly. Right, put right. It. That's how Audi likes to do their cars too, where they'll yeah. they'll say you know on the top of Mount Washington on the hottest day with the biggest wind and blah blah blah. It's an 850 horsepower car. That's that's yeah. 820. When you come when you're down at sea level and it's a cold night. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now it's a lot more. So yeah. it's like. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I'd probably rather have a Hellcat, I think. Me too. Uh, I, I would. I think, yeah. I, but I, I an all-black CTSV wagon is pretty good. And an eight-speed with all that power just seems like... It's efficient. It seems like the best AMG yeah. kind of car. It's it's one of those, you know. Um, is it worth twenty grand over the Scat Pack? Did you guys yes. drive the Scat Pack? I didn't drive a Scat Pack. I've driven it. If you've got twenty grand to spend, yeah, definitely. Yeah, get that. And you'll probably get ten to twelve of it back on the resale mm-hmm. if you're not scared. That's of That's why a lot of people a lot of people are talking about uh, the BMW ceramic brakes on the M3, going eight grand. I don't need that. It's like you wait in three years when people go to sell those. It's gonna be like Porsche. Yeah. First question they ask: ceramics. Nope. You know what I mean? So it's like you spend eight grand now, but you probably get 4500 of it that back on the resale. Have you ever looked at the price of replacing, you know, yeah, replacing yeah. rotors on a BMW? It ain't cheap. You're going to be spending at least two and a half grand to do that properly with factory parts. Uh, yeah, and you'll probably get more out of the ceramics. Yeah, you'll probably Although like double or triple. I personally right? witnessed seeing uh, uh, M6 Grand Coupe ceramics ignite at uh, Monticello. They do catch on fire. They fire. do catch on fire. Well, that's yeah. just for excitement. Motor Trend said the, their Aventadors catch on, caught on fire a couple times, and I've caught them on fire on, what was it? Fuck, I can't remember. Something heavy as all hell. Oh, no, not a, no. I can't well, it's a material that's that, because I think Top Gear did that years ago. Like, it's actually flammable, whereas steel brakes aren't flammable. Right. They, the pads smoke. Yeah, yeah. But the, bra- but the ceramic brakes light on fire like matches. Yeah. And they have to cool off. You have to do a serious cool-down lap with uh, with ceramics. But it's they carbon. are. They do work better. Yeah. Yeah, it's carbon. It's, it's carbon with an epoxy base. Yes. Yeah. I'm allergic to carbon. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anything else on Hellcat before you no, no, stop that's, talking that's about it. Hellcat again? That's it. Yeah. It's their f- those things fucking rock. Anyone who... With a Hellcat, it's like, if you think you might like it, and you buy one, you're not going to be disappointed. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, you, you you get exactly what you think you're getting. And I actually got a couple emails from people who wanted me to do comparison tests with Hellcats because they can't find any to test drive. And they want to drive it, but they, there's not, there's no stock of them. Not yet. Not coming. yet. There will be. Eventually, they'll have one. They'll be, you Yeah, know, first model will be, be limited. Second model, you're going to have a It's problem. not limited at all. They just, they, dealer de- uh, deliveries have, have just yet. started, and there's a waiting list probably of, like, a year at this point. Yeah, they, they made a video of, like, all the Hellcats they've made, and they've done, like, a flyover of shit. Yeah. So, like, they're coming, and they're, yeah. they're not going to limit it. There but, was, uh, the there was one for sale on eBay, but they were selling... It was a dealership selling the rights. The, alli- the allotment. Yeah, 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 you could buy the first one. But if you if you go go find a 2015 Challenger, preferably an SRT or a Scat Pack, and add 250 horsepower, that's what it is. It's ex- everything else is the same. Ride quality is the same. Mm-hmm. Interior is the same. All that shit's the same. Go drive one of those if you like that. But go, you know what? I would use 250 more horsepower than you want to help. I want 50 percent more. <laughs> 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 that's that's pretty much the, the best <laughs> advice we can give you. It's got everything you like about the Challenger and the Charger. The, I was disappointed with the Charger's door cards. The door uppers felt a little cheap. Is it like the yeah. injection molded yeah. rubber plastic? Okay. It's the same it's like awesome. kind of decent. It's decent stuff. You know what I mean? That if the car was in a base Charger that is thirty five grand, it's totally acceptable and right in line. But you know, with the sixty thousand dollar mark, you get the nice leather on. Most things, but not on the door uppers. That well, that's, I mean, they, that's the hard thing that you know they got to keep cost because it's a cheap car for the performance. Yeah, and it's like the engine and car is so special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you expect everything. Oh, and and there's so like, much yeah, other. It's, it's that's such a bullshit complaint. I mean, I'm calling myself out because it's a kind of a bullshit complaint, and most people won't care. And there's other shit that you don't get, like the sixty-four thousand dollar Charger or Challenger Hellcat will have stuff that 
know that a base model M3 won't even come close to having like a like, rocket up its ass. Like for mm-hmm. like the, the M4 we just had was seventy seven thousand dollars, and the Hellcat was sixty three as tested. So the things that I can think of right now that the Hellcat had that the M4 didn't: backup camera, parking sensors, um, leather, smaller. <laughs> yeah. uh, leather. Uh, I suppose you could consider the eight-speed gearbox. I don't know what they charge for that. Uh, what else was on there? Heated and cooled seats, which the M4 didn't have. Keyless entry. Keyless entry and keyless entry, which the M4 didn't have. Um, the M4 had ceramics and a stick, and that was it. There's a I, so- sunroof. There's no way people are cross-shopping those two cars, though. The sunroofs are in well, the in the, in the uh, Hellcat video, uh, a lot of those comments are like, meh, a base M3 is 62. But people don't realize that there is essentially no such thing as a base M3. Not in America, anyway. Yeah. If you want one of those, you're going to wait. You're going to order it and wait six months for it. Because any M3 on the lot is going to be seventy-five to $85,000. I think there will be some buyers that will cross up. People our age that are like super car enthusiasts might go back and forth. But yeah. most pe- most most people that have the money to buy those two cars are not going to cross up. They kind of know what they want. Yeah. yeah. But there will be a group. Once, once we see the next-gen CTS-V, I think then you'll see some cross Probably between the two. And the Shelby. When the new Shelby's come out too? Yeah, I think we're a few years off from the Shelby's though. I think the first one is next year. GT350 is going to be next year. But that'll year. be more of a track car than it will be. Who a, the fuck knows? It might be. It could be a monster. I mean, it might be a monster. I don't know. I think all those are at high performance levels and their market is similar. It's it's people like us that are a little bit nuts. I think the three, we'll see the G, G350 will probably be like a 500 horsepower track focused car. I don't think uh, it'll be. I that. would hope so. I don't think it'll be that. I think it's going to be more than that. I think it'll probably be more. And it's and it's gonna be about be the wrong. right price, I think seventy seventy grand. Most of the Ish. most of the shit I'm reading about that thing says forced induction. Now they could com- all completely be wrong, but it would seem silly to go from to do forced induction than to just to stop at five hundred horsepower. Then, well, that's weird, just because it's you know there's been so many reports of like you know flat plane crank and all this, and it's just like well then why would you do a forced induction? I don't know, it's weird. I've heard I've heard both. I've yeah. heard flat plane crank. I've they're, heard you know forced induction. I've heard turbo turbochargers, superchargers. I mean, I've heard. I'm sure they're testing they or they were testing a, a few different possible configurations. Yeah, a twin turbo flat plane V8 is not a bad thing in five it's liters. Not, it works really well <laughs> with. Uh, well, wasn't there there was a dis. What, have they saw Ford solved the displacement issue? Do we do we talk about this? Yeah, the harmonics. Are the harmonics with the flat plane crank and like Ferrari, the biggest they could do is four and a half liters well, you want in a, a V8. You want an and, over square motor when you're doing a flat yeah. plane crank. That's, and the displacement has always been kind of the limiting thing with yeah, that. Uh, well, and Ford it's, figured it's, something out. It's been the stroke that's the big problem. Yeah. No, John, Johnny was here. He said they figured it out. They used like a special balancer and they yeah. tested it in the R and D, just running for miles and miles and miles and miles yeah, and yeah. revolutions, and it worked. Um, I hear the next GT350 is going to be a mid-engine Corvette. That's what I've been <laughs> You know, I just we'll found see. that. I went to my parents' house. I'd say I found the magazines. Mm-hmm. I found my, my entire collection of magazines. And, and my, You're going to ship them back? God bless my fucking mother, who I don't know how she's going to do it because these boxes are like 100 pounds each. But there's seven giant boxes full of car magazines that are on their way to my house right now nice. from New York. Um, but I found the... The, the 1987 mm-hmm. car and driver that's like mid-engine Corvette. I found some hilarious there's, old magazines. There's always there, w- there's always one of those articles two years before the new generation of that comes out. Every time. Yeah. 
Oh, there's a bunch, and there's a, I found a ton of stuff about the new C5 and what we're gonna find in that, and like I've got that I've got so many. Bit. Like, did it come true? And we go oh, go back in time. I've got the That's vector review. I've got the first Diablo review. I've got like a pre-pro 348 Ferrari review. Like, I've got a bunch of found a bunch of weird shit. So, what are you gonna do with all these magazines now that you get them? I got. Have you you seen the bookshelves in my house? They're like empty. Gotta fill them. It's true. Yeah. You know, it's America. We gotta have stuff on the shelves just to have stuff on the shelves. That's true. Fucking America. <laughs> and only car magazines. Oh, lots of car magazines. Seven years of car magazines. Actually, I went through them. I had like probably four years worth of sailing and scuba diving magazines, most of which I tossed. I, I Those don't. fish haven't changed. The, 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 <laughs> well, some of them got extinct. But. Yeah. Well, next year we think that wind will continue to move stuff. <laughs> The sailing industry is moving rapidly. Actually, we were looking. We were looking. You know, used sailboats are like dirty cheap right now. Yeah, now's the time. Sailing you industry know, I was has moved actually to the consistent forty knots a year for years on end. After uh, checking out the rental jet skis at the Mexican resort too, I was on Craigslist. You know, you can get a fucking dope wave runner for like twenty eight hundred bucks. So fun. I'm just saying Jet for a summer, drag that shit for out a there. summer, right? You for twenty hundred bucks, throw it on one of those mini trailers, gonna, drag it out to Marina del Rey. Uh, and then sell it at the end of the year I'm for call it right now. bucks. The scooter of the sea. The scooteria. <laughs> the scooteria. I bet you could rent the cheapest mooring spot for one of those in the You just don't even rent a mooring. You get a, it comes with a mini trailer, and you just leave it in the parking lot. We have the Volvo oh, right. to tow it. Oh, Rob's shitty Volvo? Oh, it's a wagon, by the way. I told my roommate about snowboard passes and stuff, and he was kind of interested. He's like, what would you drive there? And I was like, well, it could be the Crown Vic. Or it could be, and I told him this whole the whole Volvo, and he just looked at me like, I'm not getting in this Volvo with you. <laughs> this is Rob Ferretti just left a Volvo at the warehouse. He was like, this is yours now. And it's like a, it's like an, an 89 or 90 uh, 240 that's pretty fucking ugly. It's pretty hideous looking, but apparently is mechanically fully sorted. Yeah, you cannot With the exception of air conditioning, which does not work. Can not we paint it snow cabo? You can't what? Those those five-cylinder motors, they're, they're almost impossible to kill. Is it a five? A lot it's of them. five. What? The Engine? 240 DL? It's a four-cylinder, isn't it? I don't know, but... Uh, is a four can we paint it, though? I don't give a fuck. All right, sweet. Let's it's, yours. It's, yours. it's yours now. I don't care. Let's go halves <laughs> on snow tires. But it has to be... Re- it, the registration is not valid. Oh, you know, that's true. I said I'll buy snow tires if you register and insure. You said insure it. I did say insurance. But it does, it works. The we'll passenger the you, side has a it. big dent in it. That's fine. So, uh, and I think we're going to have another big dent. <laughs> uh, let's take a break real quick because I'm getting a phone call and now seems like a good enough time. Sorry for the quick piecing out. I just had to, uh, Eddie If just gave me a call. <laughs> did we, were we talking on the show earlier when I mentioned that we're going to do the podcast on the bus and I wondered what was going to happen because it was going to be dark out? Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't yeah. say you were doing it on the bus tonight. Yeah, no, but... he said we're going to do the, the point is that we do the podcast on the bus before it's sort of done mm-hmm. and then that I, he said he kind of wants me to make fun of him because he doesn't know what he's doing, which is fine. I'm happy to do that. But <laughs> but I was my concern was it's, the podcast is eight o'clock tonight. It's going to be dark. Is there are there lights on the bus? And he called me. He's like, dude, like this didn't occur to us until right now. There's no lights on the bus. And he's like, I, I sent out some guys to Home Depot, but I don't think we can swing it tonight. And I was like, That's fair so enough. So we're going to meet up on Wednesday and do it once he's got lights Too going. Too fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, but he said we were going to meet up down at Dockweiler and do it. So if you guys want to come and check out the bus. We'll be gone. Oh, yeah. You're going to be out of town. I'll be oh, around. Tomorrow? I'll be around. I'll come check it out. Cool. Come we'll down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we do? Yeah. I'll take the scooter. It'll be right by uh, you. Yeah. Wow. What are you guys going to film at Big Muscle? Uh, 240SX drift car from a guy oh. who's got his pro card. Oh, cool. Uh, he works at Cortex. And then um, the owner of Cortex has a 66 Mustang Coupe Red 
with air active arrow and like that's an like the, is that the the one yeah the optimo car no 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 this yeah, yeah, yeah. No. from show him oh yeah that's a good point use the internet it's one of the coolest mustangs or cars actually i think i've ever seen and guy just is runs it red on track it's red i think it was at optima a few years ago is it brand new uh, got a big fucking uh, big wing Aero Motions wing on it? No, yeah. not the Fox Body one. No, no, not a Fox Body. No, no, no. 60s. Oh, 60s. Yeah. Heart, not a Coop. Fastback. A, not a, oh, it was an Optima. Yeah, yeah, it it's is. been was an Optima, it? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that car. That Cars. thing is, bu- is bonkers. It's yeah. really... It's, yeah. The seating's moved back, and the steering column... Yeah, the super steering long column's Oscar. like 20 feet long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's that, he gets shit. points for that. And then didn't you guys just film like a Falcon rally car or something? Yeah. Was it cool? It's really cool. Really like Australian cool. Falcon or U.S. Falcon? U.S. No, no, it was yeah, U.S. Sixties Falcon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was. Isn't the Falcon what car. the chassis became the Mustang, right? The same chassis. Same chassis yes. became yes, yeah. They, because no one gave a shit about the Falcon. They're like, we need to because it looked too gentle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was we rally make, car. We'll yeah, turn awesome. it into a different animal, like dirt rally car. Dirt or yeah. like, yeah. like really? South African. You drive rally. it on dirt? Yeah, yeah. Where did where was there a stage? Uh, in the middle of nowhere, south of Livermore, at Great. some dude's ranch. Some that sounds awesome. That a, yeah, yeah, long dirt access road. It was really. And he was cool, cool with you guys filming there. That's it, great. It was really, really cool. What motor was in it? Uh, three fifty. No, it was, uh, Ford, three, three, it was a yeah, Ford three hundred two. It was a three hundred two, but they it had makes four hundred horsepower, four hundred foot pounds of torque. But they built the motor to run off of to make that power at eighty seven octane. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because they're in really shitty. Yeah, you, who knows? Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, because this, this guy that built this car has like 100 cars or something. He yeah. was, he's a very wealthy guy. But he had this car built, and he wants to run it in rallies in Mexico. And actually, the week after it was done, it was shipped to South Africa to run a rally there, which was like 80% dirt. Yeah. So it's like this thing's going to be all over the world using whatever gas. Yeah. And so, yeah. 87 is good. That's just really a compression issue, isn't it? Like, if you run kind of standard compression. It's a, yeah, it's your compression and your ignition. Yeah. But if, if you, you run standard timing and standard compression, you should be able to run 87, right? You can even run higher compression. It's just you got to be less aggressive with the timing. Yeah. yeah. But 400, 400 out of a, a 302 for shitty gas is really That's good. That's pretty good. That's really you good. You know, and then yeah. you get cheap gas mileage, or you get cheap fuel. And, yeah, you know, you can someone sent me uh, an individual throttle body conversion for my Mustang. <laughs> mm-hmm. Supposedly had sixty horsepower and like forty pound feet. Uh, so those are a, yeah, it was like nine thousand dollars. <laughs> it was the coolest yeah. look. They went they they go in and across, Ooh. so they like make an. It's the yeah. fucking baddest thing. But it was it was so expensive. Individual throttle body setups. If you're paying any less than three thousand dollars for them, do not use them. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I imagine unless you're on like a Honda or something. Even you know. then, they they are notorious for sticking. Yeah, which is of course, that's of course the last really, thing you don't really don't want in a throttle body. Yeah. I had throttles. Old Fox bodies back. Larry's it. fucking throttle stuck wide open in his Mustang once. Where was he? I mean, it happened. He was like in a in a fucking uh, uh, like a like a driveway, basically. Just put the clutch and turn off. What do you? Yeah, do? He yeah. Just, he just shut the clutch. Yeah, and he I mean, nothing happened, but it was sketchy. That happened on my first highway test drive on my old Pontiac with my brother in the car. <laughs> About a hundred. Yeah, turn the good, car off. Good fun, right? Yeah, it's great. You know, people Keep you on your toes. people rag on electric throttle bodies, but you don't have that issue with them. Yeah. Speaking of uh, octanes, we're gonna go down to Cobb uh, next week, I think, and uh, do the hundred octane tune on the Fiesta. Oh, a lot of people who quote numbers in Fiestas to me, which they do often. Uh, quote quote hundred octane. They're like, oh, how come this tune makes you know blah blah blah, and your tune only makes it's like because ours is ninety one, and uh, and so we're gonna try a hundred octane tune with the new shift on the fl- uh, uh, swap on the fly maps, which are neat. 
Uh, and also, mm-hmm. I think we'll include an eco map for a highway, mm-hmm. which is really neat. We'll never use. Be, I bet you can drive that thing around you know. town, maybe. No, I mean, I imagine that if you're just getting on the five and going to San Francisco, I mean, an eco map, you're still gonna have enough power to just set cruise. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, and then the new exhaust hanger thing, which I didn't even know the car needed until I followed Thad down the highway. I was like, wow, that yeah. thing moves a lot. I think it's just a, it's a little oh, it's R&D a bullshit fix. like rubber thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, what did did the mount come off or did the no? When we put the Cobb exhaust in the car, it uses it the standard hanger. Yeah. Now I don't know if it weighs more than the stock exhaust. In fact, I don't think it does. But for some reason or another, on the highway in L.A. with the concrete and expansion joints in your car, it 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 bounces. I didn't want to. It probably just bounced off the. Off the little rubber mount. No, it's on the rubber mount. Is it? Yeah, I yeah, looked. It's it just on. Vibrates it's a just lot. the rubber mount is not, I don't know, t- f- capable of holding Soft it fucking cheap. properly. I don't yeah. know. But so we get we're getting that. Too the, much power. Yeah. It's way Which too reminds much power. me, you need to go out and get yourself some some new brake pads before we take the car yeah. down there. Remember that? Yeah. Remember? Uh, oh, a uh, new installment of letters from the DMV. Who's excited for that? Wait, there's I can more, I can smoke there's more to happen? Oh, there's more. So here, so remember last time we were talking about letters from the DMV, I'd gotten a letter saying that my registration was suspended on the DeLorean <laughs> because funny. the they couldn't find insurance coverage for the car. And because we had we had finally solved the license plate issue, mm-hmm. gone from my temporarily issued new plates to the original blue plates. So that was solved, but then I got a letter from the DMV saying that my registration was suspended because there was no insurance coverage found for the plates. Now, we discussed insurance goes with VIN numbers, not with license plates. So if the DMV is saying uh, this plate isn't insured, it doesn't matter because the fucking car has been insured the entire time, and I have continuous paperwork showing no lapse in coverage for the VIN number, right? That's where we are. I was was going to go to the DMV and argue this, but they said... Send in insurance proof and fourteen dollars, and we'll reinstate it. And it, it's a scam because who's 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 going to waste that time for fourteen dollars? So I sent in the goddamn fourteen dollars. They send me back a registration card that expired the day it showed up in the mail. Because so, you started registering. It so a they year suspended ago. my reg- Yeah, they suspended my registration, reactivated my registration, but during that time the. Original registration expired because it because it has now been over one year. Oh, <laughs> you know what? You, so they sent me a pre-expired registration. Can you card. can you at least now register it ahead of time via like the internet? I have uh no no I, person. no I cannot. So I have appointment number time, eleven right? at the DMV at uh, ten thirty on Thursday morning. Because California lets you do that, but you have to send it in like a month ahead, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, okay. So now that you've acquired all this knowledge, it, in all you can open a DMV of your own. <laughs> well, no, no. On the on the TST website, you should put up an article how to do it definitively. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably get a lot of traffic. Off There's, that. yeah, I probably would. There's a lot of DeLorean the, owners. Well, it's not just DeLoreans. I mean, any car. If you buy a car that has been off the road for a very long time, such as a barn find, if you buy a car that has had um, a missing title. Where if you buy, you buy it and the title's gone missing, this could be a big fucking problem for you. And it was a big problem for me at the time. It did not matter. I didn't. It didn't occur to me that this would any of this would be an issue. But so if you've got you the 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 biggest thing is finding a, a title bond company. 
a motor a motor vehicle title bond company at which will guarantee your car against someone coming back with a title that has been missing and right. saying fuck this is my car he stole it you know and they they pay that guy off well now that you've acquired all this info put it out there man. i probably should yeah. it's a it's an i can't believe what a fucking headache it is it took Six months to fully restore this car. It's now taken over a year to register it. <laughs> Crazy. Well, it'd be great if it was an actual time machine and you get all that fucking time back. Which is why, you know, it brings us back to the fucking, to, to the AutoZam. <laughs> yeah. With the AutoZam, it's like, yeah, it's a little expensive, but at the same time, it has a clean, clear title. And like what there's no... Uh, Florida, I think. Can, Florida's pretty liberal with that. Can you register? It's a title. It's a U.S. fucking title with a VIN <laughs> number. Like It's not like I have to go convince someone that this thing exists. Like, it All exists. Right. You say that now. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Uh, having flash had to, having tried to later. transfer registrations from Florida to California, I say good luck, sir. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't plan on registering the car in California. You'd probably keep it on the East Coast. Yeah, it would, it would remain an East Coast vehicle, maybe somewhere in the Southeast. Maybe keeping among the Confederate states. <laughs> maybe somewhere. Those tiny Japanese Maybe cars. somewhere that still harbors uh, resentment towards the Japanese. Well, that might work against you. Yeah, I know. They wouldn't know what the fuck that is out there. Oh, we're um, just going to give it an inspection on the boat back to Japan. But, <laughs> but yeah, the fuck, the, the, it's ridiculous, the letters from the DMV thing. If you're going to happen to be at the LA Auto Show, by the way, check out my DeLorean at the MPG Invitational uh, Car Show. The LA Auto Show. We saw a DeLorean the other day, and it was missing lots of parts. Yeah, he sat, Thad showed me a picture of it. It looked really sad, like no rear window glass, no the fucking center, louvers. It's kind of nice the without the missing. black. Yeah, <laughs> like there's supposed to be a metal piece right yeah, down the middle. Like the T part, yeah, That's, that was gone. Yeah, I was not it, looked, it looked really off. Did awful. it look as though it was in in mid restoration or did it just no beat? shitty? That just, part fell off, and the guy kept going. the <laughs> the not having the back black louvers is kind of cool looking. It's 308 GT4. I know I've seen them without the louvers and. It's kind of neat. It. It's <laughs> little Fiero-ish. It's a little. It's a lot of Fiero GT without those. Down. I predict chargers. I predict now that everybody that saw those as kids has the sense, you know, and the money to buy louvered things. I think we're going to see a big comeback of stupid louvers on things. What Wasn't we there see? a couple cars at SEMA that had some louvers on them? Yeah, the FR, There was an FRS, FRS that did. Not cool. I didn't no. know. Yeah. I'm going to search the, hashtag it, SEMA. It was the FRS. Uh, it was the, the target top. The target roof thing, And it had yeah. louvers, and I got upset. Cause I, I think they were going me. for like a Lancia Stratos thing that didn't really work. If that was supposed to be a Lancia Stratos thing, they were very, very I mean, it was, far you know, it's, it's what do they call design elements yeah. from well, one. But, but it kind of worked, because Glucker and Blake were both like, isn't that cool with louvers? And I said, no. Well, they like and crappy things from the 80s, though. I know. So it's, it's nostalgic. So I do I. I didn't love it, though. And the, the louvers are not my favorite part of the DeLorean, either. I mean, they're not... I wouldn't take them off. But right. I don't not. like them on the Mach 1 Mustang, the original. No, I don't, I don't like them know. on RX-7. Do I just don't like them. Like them. I do like them on the Lancia Stratos. I like the Lancia Stratos. Yeah. <laughs> they can do whatever it wants. The louvers or back window glass stuff done right is on the F40. They have, like, the vents. And that's a punched Lexan window. That's yeah. a, that, those are not louvers. That's, 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 those are heat extractors, not really louvers. venti things on a back window. Those no, are, no, but the black, no. black louvers the, over a window yeah, yeah, are yeah. bullshit. But I like if you're going to do venti things on a back window, the F40 is the way to do Aventador, venti things. Also, very cool. Aventador has, has good louvers. louvers. It's got three of them. Louvers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Lam- Lamborghini knows they're louvering. They're, they're made on the louver. <laughs> that's that's all we've got. Uh, what else we got going on here? Letters from the DMV are done. Are there Thank Fox God. Body updates? 
No. No. There are. I, I actually, I, because I've been traveling, I haven't even thought about the Mustang. Yeah, there's not been a lot. Although Will Turner did say he would hook me up with some of their used slicks, which are the same, Ooh. which are used for them and used for me are completely different, and uh, and they're the same size nice. actually. So we get some Continental got that hookup uh, slicks son. going from Turner, which should give me good practice. Uh, Do on you slick have tires. an extra set of wheels, those track wheels for I that? I don't. Or? I will probably have to buy them. <laughs> Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Buy them. No, I'll buy. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't need buy HREs. HREs. I would yeah. buy some like you know SSR ultralight, blah blah blah, yeah. whatever track wheels. Um, Takeoff race slicks is good hookup though. It totally is. I'll ask you how much per slick after. <laughs> I zero. Oh, you guys like, look for real? For yeah, me? I just have to pay for the shipping. Oh, that's yeah. even fucking better. Yeah, no, how many good. can you get? I don't know. I could All probably get four or eight. He said there's people who buy them from those guys and then run entire seasons of like you know spec boxster or whatever. On you have any street yeah. tires, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably could run them on the street. I don't consider I mean, if you get them for free. I don't see why it would matter. I could run them on the street. You're not gonna drive in the when it's raining out anyway. No, okay. Southern California. You don't even need fucking wipers. That's the Corvette's been true. fucking nice since I got the wheel back, man. Dailying yeah. the Corvette has been fantastic. I, I was gonna say it was here again today. God, I was that surprised. car. Well, I, I I was gone in between the last time I saw you and today, so yeah. it's just been sitting in the garage. But dude, that car is a rock star. And, we, and Zach and I just figured out. So you know, have, have we talked about passive entry in the Corvettes before? No. Your car has normal it, keyless go, keyless start. Your yeah. C six. So yeah. my my car, the C five, and actually some C fours had the, a very early version of this called passive entry, where there's literally a toggle switch on the remote for the car, mm-hmm. and when you get within like twenty feet of the car, it unlocks, and when you go more than twenty feet of the car, twenty feet away, it locks. Which yeah, is a mine, pretty neat mine thing. Mine does that. Oh, yours does do it? Yeah. Okay. So does it work what, properly? It's always worked properly. Okay. Mine works properly in theory, except if you <laughs> keep the keys about 20 feet away from the car. So, like, the car's in my ah, garage. So it's basically draining key, them all the time. So it's constantly on watch yeah. for the battery, and it also would randomly lock and unlock sometimes. Like if the sensor, you know, if you opened you a door a certain way, yeah. it would deflect the signal. Or if I Solar grabbed flare. the key off the rack and put it in my pocket and then walked around the house. You know, Thad was like, why'd your car just unlock in the garage? And I'm like, I don't know. So Zach and I had to, like, look up today how to, like, totally disable passive, which I didn't know how to do, actually. You have to, like... It was funny because the instructions <laughs> were, like, lock it, walk away... Walk back, hit another switch, walk away. So I'm in the car and we're just talking, and he just like walks down the sidewalk and then looks at me, almost like no offense, like almost like a puppy. Like you're like, can I come back in now? Can I'm I come like, back? Okay, now come back. And then you walk back over, and I'm like, okay, hit this button. Okay, now go back over there. Yeah. <laughs> and, it was, and, it, and the thing's going. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, you know that car? It sat on jack stands for almost eight weeks while I was waiting for the wheel to come back because mm-hmm. they had to remake the whole not only remake the wheel they had to get a new forging to make the wheel so it was yeah. like a whole big thing and the guys at Proformance are are awesome because they didn't charge me for any of that and any other wheel company probably would have because the wheels are eight years old at this point but uh, yeah no now it, it, the car fired up first crank and uh, I put a bottle of fuel stabilizer in it, and it like is running like a like an absolute champion. I'd, I'd expect it to do so, dude. That that car, the drivetrain on that car is so solid, and you it, there's no slop in it. There's nothing. I just hit thirty thousand miles. How often do you see anything with an LS motor broken down? I mean, 
Not true. No, not not all that often. I mean, there's yeah. certainly in their track conditions and blah. You know, you. Yeah, I saw. I was years. on Lincoln today. We went to Verskutcher to get some lunch, and there was like the beaterest looking C5 on the cheapest, shittiest wheels, and like cut springs, and like you know, like fairly grimy looking young dude <laughs> driving it, like bumping hip hop, and so I was like. Okay, this they're is cheap. this is where these are headed. So it's an automatic, they're really cheap. Yeah, 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 are, yeah. Are, are they crazy cheap? C five automatics. Yeah, automatics. automatic Corvettes are just are cheap. Under as fifteen hell. automatics. Really? Oh, yeah. Manuals is it, are, is it worth it to get to swap it in to swap a, a stick? It's a major pain in the ass to swap to a manual transmission. I imagine because it's it, integrated with the control cluster and all that and crap. Trans axle. That's well, you automatic. got that, and it's transaxle. So you have to drop the entire rear end out to to swap transmissions. Is on it that. cheaper to buy a C5, for example, is C5 automatic salvage than it is to go and buy an LS motor that's already taken out? Uh, no. No? No. I feel like no, I think you could buy an LS motor with a... Mm, they're pretty expensive. Mm, they're, like LS, six they're more expensive than you think. You can get a used. completely remanufactured LS motor for 2500 bucks. No, you can't. Yes, Carlos, you can. it was like $7,000. No, a remanufactured LS motor. I think motor. Carlos's motor was new. It was new. Oh, it was. Yeah, from yeah. GM Performance. Yeah, he has an okay. E-Rod, E-Rod engine. Yeah. That's an expensive engine. Which you pay like an extra like. No, we saw we saw an that. LS2 with a gearbox at the Pomona swap meet for 2800 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Damn. It said like fifty thousand miles or something. Yeah, there's the a company with all a wiring over, harness. Uh, so, like, if you're looking for really in, deep info on LS motors, you go to LS One Tech. Yeah, and there's a company that advertises on there every day. It's like twenty five hundred dollars for fully refreshed LS One. Really? Yep. And actually, I imagine refreshed is probably good because you have a seasoned block. You know what? That seasoned block thing is it's a thing of the past. It doesn't really mean much. I don't know. I feel like there might be a little something to it. If broken in, well worn. I don't know. It's been through heat. It's been heat cycled. I mean, presumably, if the walls of the cylinders are are fine and the block itself. Well, they, when you refresh block like that, you you own the cylinder walls and all that stuff. Yeah. So find anything. Uh, it's gonna take a while to find it. Actually, you gotta you know drop down menus and whatnot. But I believe you guys. I was. I guess I was confusing with the new E Rod. All that truck shit. Truck motors are even cheaper. You can pick up like a oh, five yeah. those five point three like are a grand. Really, those yeah. are really those cheap. Totally but really they're well. they're uh, they're heavy though. They're all mm-hmm. iron. Yeah, but they're just good boost. for boost. <laughs> Ferretti put a put the. Um, the Escalade engine in his Corvette. Yeah, the LQ4, the six-liter iron. Yeah, the six-liter iron block. Yeah, yeah. Boosting that, I assume. Yeah, he has a single turbo with a side dump. Did yeah, it break I, again? No. Oh no. I well, because he blew how many motors? He blew. He he blew the first engine that he did the single turbo on in like a hundred miles. Like he blew it immediately, that and that's when he was like, "Okay, fuck this iron block." You know, and that that then he went from usually you don't to escalate usually you don't break the blocks in Ellis Motors. He did everything else <laughs> it's because he did it cheap. Uh, I don't think he did it cheap. I think somebody fucked up. I think yeah. I think someone in the build. I don't know who built the motor, but I think somebody. I think the implication was was somebody. That's usually up. the one of the two problems. It's either you did it cheap or somebody fucked. Ferretti up. doesn't really do things on his own car cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he does. Uh, we got questions on Facebook. What else? I'm, I'm sort of. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm brain damaged. Now. Um, I went and saw a random car thing. I went and saw Big Hero Six yesterday, like an anima- animated movie, it's it's Pixar movie. It's really oh, good. Is it? It's like a really cool, well done. It's like the cartoon Avengers, but there's a car chase scene in it, which is definitely a Fiat 500L, which <laughs> is unfortunate. Product but placement. Yeah. There's left foot braking. What do you mean? Like, they're in a car chase. demonstrates left yeah. foot braking? They're in a car chase, and it cuts to the girl's foot who's driving, and it's she's got one right foot on, right on the gas, left foot on the brake, and she's, like, sliding. And I was like, 
left foot breaking. <laughs> and, and the girl I'm with looks at me and she starts laughing. <laughs> like, such a loser. I was like, that's awesome. And then, you know, pull an e-brake. It's like someone in that animation studio watches our shit. Yeah. Pixar guys are yeah. car, like, they're all engineers and car geeks. Yeah. It was cool. Um, random oh, aside. Speaking about animated movies, I went by um, Radiator Springs with Mike Musto. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Cars, so Wigwam, yeah. All that stuff. What's um? It's a real town. What's it called? Winslow. Or yeah, or Winslow. No, it's outside of Winslow. It's was, uh, uh, a hut age something. Was Larry the Cable Guy standing I've, out front being racist there? I've too? been there. To all, it's got all the buildings that are in the movie. Yeah, yeah they got the yes. little tents. It's at the end yeah. of an amazing road. It is. Yeah, I went there on. Um, did you do the one ninety? You didn't do the one ninety. No, I went there on like the Ford Focus rally, and they made us like you they had a, a contest to see who could use self parking the best. It was stupid. I'm looking for the uh, the actual. <laughs> who can best use yeah. the automated feature? <laughs> but it's it's exactly as well thought out as let's have the same cars with the same GPS systems. No one can speed. We're having a race <laughs> to this location. <laughs> that, that's that was a good, well thought out plan. Must Jesus. have loved Radiator Springs or however the fuck. Radi- Radiator. 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 Yeah, which I, I think he's right, but I don't like it anyway. I'm gonna just gonna start calling it Heat Exchanger Springs. But we were there, and he called it Radiator Springs the entire time. You think he was Whoa. covering up his, dun, 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 his dun. self-loathing Queens accent? Probably trying to He's blend good people, in. Though. Oh, you speaking of, you know, I'm driving on, on Wednesday, that Polaris slingshot thing. Oh, That's you are. Have you seen that? Yeah, those thing? things are cool. It's like an aerial Adam meets a T-Rex. Minus, yeah, it's like kind an aerial of? minus a wheel. You have to yeah. do a helmet cam for that. I, I have to wear a helmet to, to do it. Um, the helmet GoPro one take. Yeah, probably I can. Uh, it's it's a really bizarre looking thing. I'm driving it in uh in on Wednesday in the canyons. Uh, okay, let's give me a picture of that. So it it actually it sorry it looks more like a KTM crossbow from the front than it does yeah. an aerial Adam. Oh, that's that's like cool. A but it's got one wheel in the back like a T Rex. Yep. It's it's really weird looking. I think it's only a matter of time before somebody makes a four wheel conversion for that. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think it looks particularly good with that three wheeled configuration. It wouldn't look good what with four wheels. Doesn't matter. It would look kind of like oh, a crossbow. It, it almost certainly I think it looks ugly than a crossbow. I think it's weird, but it doesn't matter. But it's fun as hell. I mean, if yeah. someone says to you, "Do you want to come drive this fucking?" Yeah. Oh yeah, paddles. I don't know, Zach. What kind of gearbox? Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand bucks. That's it. Twenty thousand for the slingshot. Twenty-eight thousand or twenty thousand. Twenty two zero. Slingshot SL is twenty-four MSRP, which has red paint, a windshield. Um, Ooh, a windshield's a nice feature. Yeah, and a media console so with what, speakers and shit. So what, uh, what engine, uh, what, what are the basics of the slingshot? Five-speed manual, 2.4 liter. Ecotac, uh, right? Probably dual overhead cam. Um, steel power, space 200? frame. I think about, points. I think the 2.4 is like 160, 180? Let me see what I can find. Uh, see this show power. prep we've done? You guys don't even know. That might be fun I know you're going to this up. They, what, Adam's Motorsport. I was never told. They don't even... Well, I just remembered it right now. So I looked at my calendar. That's pretty good. 173 horsepower? And what does it weigh? I think under 2,000. It's got to weigh under 2,000 or something like that. That's not bad. Yeah, it's got to be. It's registered I mean, as a motorcycle, so... Yeah, yeah, they, they're like, bring your riding gear, and I'm like, riding gear? It's got ABS. I'll bring cool. a helmet. <laughs> what, do you, what am I going to wear leathers in this thing? <laughs> what is this about? That'd be funny. But. That'd be a little overkill, I think. Yeah. Trying to find weight, but it's going to take a second. Whatever. It look, it's, it's, it's very strange looking, but I'm kind of excited to try it. I imagine it will be, I mean, the three-wheeler is really cool. I'm also, it's a weird three-wheel week for me on Saturday. This Saturday? Shit. Mm-hmm. Is it this Saturday? Is the three-Morgan rally? Mm-hmm. According to the calendar. Oh, fuck me. 
that sucks. I think I have to be somewhere else. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll send Zach on the Morgan Rally. You want to drive a Morgan three-wheeler? For, with time, I think I have to time be, average distance and shit? I think it's time, speed, distance, yeah. Or it's a petrolicious event. It's a drive, drive gentlemanly or something like that. Drive classy. I'm known for that. No, you know why? Because I'm going to have a new LSD in the Crown Vic, and I'm going to be back. I'm going to go to the Canyons. Really? Yeah. You don't want to drive a three-wheeler? Not not for time, speed, distance, really. I don't no. know if it's time, speed, distance. I just I'll look that it up. up. I'll look it up. You look into it, because we'll I have to be somewhere else than driving something else that day. Oh, I can promote it. I'm supposed to promote what I'm doing. I don't want to be like, I didn't want to get in trouble and say something stupid that I shouldn't say. But this Saturday, which is the 15th, or the 15th? Yeah. I will be on uh, NBC Sports um, doing uh, live Meekum auction coverage. Check that out from 1 p.m. Pacific to 4 p.m. Pacific, which is uh, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Check me out doing live commentary on the Meekum auctions on so NBC Sports. how much restraint are you going to have to exercise to go, you paid how much for that shit box? I, yeah, see, I, I don't, that's the thing. I don't know if they actually, <laughs> what they want from me. I know have they, they want actually me to, listened to you before? Uh, they have, which is uh, why they want me to do this, I think. But I don't know. We're going to find We're going to find out how it goes. I'm going to be out-nerded. Like hard by yeah. these guys. These are all these muscle car guys. You know, this is number one of seven built on a Thursday and whatever. But I, yeah. I'm just gonna try. This one not was once grazed by badly. Rick Wagner's left testicle. <laughs> yeah. But they remember they talk about nothing. They just keep talking about cars. They just gotta keep it, keep talking about cars and so, keep it clean because it's yeah. NBC on TV. I, they reminded me <laughs> of that. So no logos on your shirt, and you're a representative of NBC Sports. It's like okay. So that's why I'm going to have to tell uh, poor Billy Joe I can't go on the Morgan thing, which sucks. Because, uh, but what are you going to do? Not commentate auctions on television? Got to commentate auctions on television. This or one's even, been painted green twice. I could be uh, the next Steve Mignante. Steve Mignante. Love Steve. I, I think somebody needs to be the next John Davis. Oh man, Ugh. can you get a robot to do that? It, it's much more amusing if you just do it as filthy John Davis. Does he have is, is Filthy John Davis a Twitter handle yet? No, it really but it was thing be. it was a thing that Glocker and I have gone back and forth on. It really should be a Twitter it really, handle. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Facebook. We go to oh Facebook? yeah, I got a bunch of questions. Let's go to Facebook. Um, all right. So this is about importing Japanese cars and stuff. So in three years, this is Alan Souza. Um, cars like Supra, FDR X7 will be legal for import. Considering how outrageously expensive Supras are here. Do you think that will widen the market with importation and help stabilize prices or drop them, or do you think it's just going to keep going up? I don't know why you'd want to import a right-hand drive version of a car they make in left-hand drive. Well, it's because it might be cheaper. I mean, if a, if a clean Supra is like 90 grand. That. It's annoying to drive. It's not, like, yeah. it's not like Japan didn't get the Supra tuner culture either, did they? I mean, no, I'm if sure anything, they did. it'll be easier to get your hands on 2JZ motors. I don't think it's hard to get a 2JZ uh, yeah, motor right now. Is it? I don't know. I, I, mean, know I, that, I don't know. That's a weird one. I don't. I, I don't really think about importing cars that were sold here. It, that never really comes. I don't know. It, it would and depend on the pay volume, the import fees, and then all the registration stuff. You're probably it about seems the like same. it would even out. It really does. It depends on. I think it depends on how many were sold in Japan versus here. If if they sold ten thousand here, but thirty thousand in Japan, maybe yeah. it'll be a lot. You're cheaper. also limiting your market. I mean, if you're if you're buying a right hand drive car for the purposes of flipping it. And you're competing against a market which is heavily skewered towards left-hand drive cars. Mm-hmm. You've got an instant uphill battle. Totally. It might be a boon to somebody like a pro drifter, and they'll have more chassis available. But yeah. I don't. You not, can get. I don't know. It was a road car. Integra Type R's from the the good generation for half as much in right-hand drive. 
Well, if a because they weren't limited production there, were they? That was only here. I think they were homologated over there too, but not the same amount of number. I'm not sure though. Maybe they weren't stolen enough in there, so they're just not worth as much. I don't know. I wouldn't waste the time importing something that you can just buy here. I think you have to only if you're going to keep it forever. Yeah, you got to get and something cool and funky and different to make it worth a hassle. Plus, yeah, Japan has some really neat stuff that you couldn't get here, like the four door GTR, whatever those are called. Yeah, the Skyline the, those uh, are, uh, GS. Not GSTs or whatever it's like they a Starlin or something. What's no. no, they were Skylines. They're, they had a name though for the four door Solara, right? No, no, no. That was no, the that's awful Toyota. That's a Toyota Fuck. convertible. Uh, Those president, the Toyota Crown and presidents that are yeah, four door. Yeah, the V twelve yeah. uh, Toyotas. Yeah, those are cool. yeah, those are pretty the, neat. The dignitary and limo cars. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't you get like the um, their version of the cheap. SC with that V twelve also? I don't know. Ooh. You might have been able to. That's bitching. I've I don't never, know. I've never liked the SC though. But even the uh, even the Skylines, we were talking to, to people who are in the importing kind of kind of world, and they're like, dude, there was like 500 R32 Skylines imported this year. Like, really? there's a bunch of them around now, and you know, and Skylines were not per, uh, limited production cars in Japan. So. I wonder if the I wonder if somebody will come out with a left hand drive kit for those. Maybe. Mm. I don't think they they didn't make one. Like elsewhere, no, they didn't. So it's not like you'd you'd have to make it from scratch. You couldn't like adapt wow. it. Have you ever seen the uh, American cars that get adapted for the Australian market? Y- yeah, they, and I've seen it the other way around too. I've seen them put like Ute bodies on on G8s and shit to register those cars in Australia. They <clears throat> have to convert them to right-hand drive. Right. So like there there's a handful. Of, there was a company that was importing Vets. Yeah. And nobody made a, a right-hand drive C6 interior. So all the Vets down there have right-hand drive C5 interiors and a C6 body. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Oh, that must be hideous. <laughs> that must be terrible. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, what yeah. else you got? Um, All right. Uh, David James Baltazar. Sounds like you sell... Uh, I don't like you own Persian Town. Um <laughs> <laughs> just Balthazar. Like, welcome to my castle. Uh, how many automotive journalists do you think are actually more than simply competent performance drivers? Uh, I know you say you're not great, but that's selling yourself short. But how many do you think are at your level or higher? And who do you think is the best among journalists that did not start off as a pro? Uh, there's not that many. There's, I mean, that's that's there's high level. That. That's, there's that'd there's be a high bunch level. in England. There's a lot. Of, it, 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 to get in that game in England, you have to drive at a pretty high level. The Evo guys know. all the seem The Evo legit. guys and the auto car guys, are, and, and the, from what I've seen, the Top Gear guys, are they're all pretty highly qualified. I think the, the British weeds them out pretty quick if you can't get it done. But here it's like there's so many little outlets like there's yeah. like just like the wheels section of every local and even, paper and Austin even local like times even the big outlets have their fair share of ham-handed drivers here yeah some usually a big magazine will have a few that can drive pretty good i mean i know yeah. carlos is really good johnny's um, all right too johnny's pretty good michael yeah. harley's pretty good mm-hmm. um i bet you aaron's probably pretty decent too yeah yeah he, aaron's, and, aaron's uh, good tony caroga is pretty solid yeah yeah, I mean, there's there. Um, who's I mean, I, Jack Baruth is very yeah. fast. He writes for. It's track. usually the smaller outlets that have the <clears throat> shit people that are yeah. driving and wrecking cars. Because it's people that are climbing up, and it's like the yeah. the ten year guys. You know what I mean? The guys who have been around for thirty years. You know, like Daniel. He maybe they care. Uh, maybe they care. Maybe they don't. You know, Dan can wheel pretty good, actually. Yeah. Dan's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, you guys when you guys raced uh, during that car show thing, you both threw down. He actually beat you. He beat me. And, he had you a guys faster, in different cars. He had a faster. You car, were in different yeah. cars, but yeah. it was like, oh, Dan, he did it right and he was quick. Yeah, yeah. Now Dan's good. There, there's a bunch of people that are around that 
but you know how many so we just named what 25 or 30 people maybe out of hundreds hundreds yeah. if not thousands Probably thousand, yeah so. we've all seen we've all seen friends of ours do some interesting things and i've seen there's a, there's a lot of people that we don't talk about who are like like jeff like jeff glucker can get on a racetrack and mm-hmm. drive reasonably quickly and safely and like well enough that he is qualified to talk about how a car drives mm-hmm. but like he's not going to beat me or zach or thad around a track yeah. But he'll, but he's but he's fine, you know. He, he and there's a lot of those people too. I think that's his phrasing is good. Competent performance drivers, people that have driven up, grown up driving, driven up and driven uh, up. Driven up. <laughs> yeah, new words, yolo. Driven on and up. yeah, and then the next level takes a lot of time and track time. And the English guys have that benefit of tracks everywhere. There are more tracks per right. square mile or whatever in England than anywhere else in the world. Those guys get a lot of racing. So, and they get a lot of wet weather driving too to practice car yeah. control. And The prices. one upside of World War II, lots of racetracks. Yeah. A lot of air bases laying around. Yeah. Yeah. There, <laughs> yeah. there are. There's a bunch of them. So, I mean, there, yeah, there, there are a bunch of guys who who drive just fine, and we don't talk about them very often because they're not funny. But <laughs> it's not as funny as guys who are bad. Yeah. I mean, but, if you're pro hot, and then if you ride with when you ride with the pros that they have at like some of the, the track day events, you're like, oh shit, God, yeah. that's Slow. fucking driving. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then they, you know, a lot of these events like the track days or whatever, like mommy bloggers and shit will go and like they have no interest in performance driving and yeah. neither does their audience. But they're like, we, I'm in a fast. And, and we're also know. spoiled in Southern California because we have access to the Santa Monica Mountains, and if you spend enough time there, you will get to be a better driver. Oh uh, yeah, that too. Having good roads around helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see a lot of bad driving, but there's also a lot of of, of quick and decent driving. I mean, if you see Travis Kolsky's quick, Travis is fast too. Yeah, if you if you read um you know a car magazine and they've got a tracked comparison test and you see who those people are, you know the, the they don't hire racing drivers all the time to set lap times. I mean, set motor trend. guys like Jack <laughs> Motor Trend does, and that's yeah, cool. Randy's on staff. That's fine, <laughs> but uh, you know guys like Jack and Tony and and can are perfectly capable of setting a test lap time in a fast car. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, uh, with new Mustangs, would you uh, do you think that a used thirteen or fourteen is better than a fifteen? Are your differences really that big between them with IRS? Da, 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 da. We got to revisit that once we have a week with the fifteen. Word. But if by you're all right. accounts, I mean that fifteen's a big upgrade over. So we hear, but on the racetrack, I wasn't blown away by the IRS because it was a smooth surface and. You know, it's just on on the track. The yeah. the live axle was fucking fine. I mean, no one ever complained about the track performance of a boss. It's on it's on bumpy pavement where you really. So we get the we're getting the Mustang GT on December 11th, and then the EcoBoost on the 18th. So expect uh, videos shortly after that, and we'll we'll discuss those issues. Do we think that people are going to choose the Hennessy Performance upgrade through AutoNation because it's covered under warranty, or would it flop? Hopefully for John, they do. I bet. I bet it's such an easy thing for them to add on. It's like getting yeah. different floor mats. It's not yeah. – they're not going to buy – it's not like the AutoNation needs to buy 20,000 of them. And what is that? I think they're it's all like made you, to order anyway, right? right? Exactly. What, what does that upgrade consist of? I think you can get like I think the you can get, and Yeah, shit. you can get your, your basic Hennessy. You can't – I don't think you can get the 1,200s. It's um, the basic blower bolt But on. you can get, yeah, the Hennessy's bolt-on packages for the LS engines and stuff Stage through AutoNation yeah. uh, dealers, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, anytime any tuner is willing to state in writing a warranty of any kind, that's good. And especially to pair with AutoNation, who does yeah. their due diligence, which is a huge company. Yeah. Big yeah. ups for so Vinnie Russo, biggest, head of business development in Hennessy, is getting that, getting that deal done. It's yeah. the biggest dealership network in the country. Yeah. Company. 
I mean, yeah, we you know we we mention warranties on, on when we're talking about tuner cars sometimes, and sometimes we don't mention them, and sometimes that's intentional, and sometimes that's not. You know, a lot of companies will say, "Look, man, we we you know we can handshake warranty this against our craftsmanship or our parts, but you know, you know, if your clutch goes, I don't know, you know." Whereas uh, a lot of companies like um, APR uh, and Hennessy will will offer I think straight up straight up written warranty. It seems like. You know, John's trying to go down the road of like dining of like it's not crazy, crazy upgrades, but it's reasonable that they feel that they can warranty it. Yeah, and the the guys who want the two a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars CTSV with a Venom GT engine are just going to call him anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they're not he's, he doesn't need to go to a dealer for that. He doesn't give a shit. Um, we just saw that. I just saw that twelve hundred car somewhere. Somebody had it. I don't even know. Whatever. That that's nuts. I think is yeah. I like the that's the twelve hundred horsepower wagon is a shit. That thing fucking rocks. Such a beast. The rocket yeah. ship looks like one. What um, the hell you got, uh, huh? The last one. Uh, is SEMA losing its way when it comes to modified cars that people are actually interested in? Uh, this is Jackson Bush says he would rather see more Ring Brothers and less less West Coast Customs. Uh, I, I think that SEMA is fish. more Ring Brothers and less West Coast Customs yeah. these days. I think it's just, if you look at the internet, the things that are crazy or polarizing get the most press. What do you say? Of course, yeah. There's everything there. I mean, SEMA represents a lot of what's going on, I think, in cultures with these the Polarises and and Pro Touring. You have and, your Bro Truck contingent, and you know, riveted riveted on fender flares. I mean, you have you know, everything if you that is available. If you've never been to SEMA, you have no idea how big it is. Yeah. There's everything. It's it's all three of the major convention buildings by the Hilton in in, in Vegas. And if you've ever been to a convention there, you'll get an idea then how big it is. Because most conventions only use, like, half of one of those buildings. It's like 15 miles of walking or something ridiculous. But, I mean, but a lot of the shit that you see at SEMA, you'll start seeing on cars the following year. I mean, the first time we first saw RWB there, and then now it's like, you know, there's like 10 of those things running around. And Mm -hmm. first saw Liberty Walk, and now, like, I go to track days, and I'll see a Liberty Walk car, you know, or whatever with their body kit on it. And first saw, you know, the... Rocket Bunny. Rocket Bunny mm-hmm. is a is a big one. And you first saw, and it's that's proof <clears throat> that getting a good getting a good product shown at SEMA will sell stuff. Because, yeah, because, because the re, you're, the yeah. retailers are there buying it, and the retailers are the ones who are going to sell it ultimately in the media. Yeah, I mean SEMA ulti- is not really for us. It's for these guys that are trying to make these deals yeah. to all the retailers. That's why that's why everyone's like, oh, are you going to go? And we're like, no. And they're like, why not? And it's like cause we don't have meetings all day about people who want to buy shit from us. Yeah. We're just lugging camera gear all over, getting our balls sweaty because, <laughs> because we're fucking walking all over the world. The, the main point for us to go is that we can knock out a ton of interviews with people we want to talk to within a day or two. If we can find a business case for going for the podcast next year alone and not for video, I would be interested in going back because the I, I don't want to do a bunch of dumb interview videos from SEMA. Like, they suck. Nobody's going to fucking watch them and I frankly don't give a fuck. But if we can sit in a hotel suite and get drunk and invite people over, I'm about that life. Word. Yeah. Now taking applications, hotel company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mr. Wynn, um, give me a call. Yeah. Mr. Palazzo and Mrs. Venetian. Yeah. Uh, Shout Engine is the official hosting provider of the Smoking Tire Podcast. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. It's easy. It takes five minutes. All you need is a computer, a microphone, and an internet connection, and the ability to talk without sounding like a total fucking jack-off. And even then, that's not really a pretty... It never stopped us. No, that doesn't really stop us at all, doesn't it? Yeah, follow us on Twitter at the Smoking Tire, Facebook slash 
slash the smoking tire instagram get us on Inst- follow me on instagram i'm fucking awesome on instagram at the smoking tire watch our videos on youtube slash the smoking tire and we got a bunch of cool shit coming out for drive and drive plus i know no one wants to hear me plug fucking drive plus but we have some really cool videos we've got including the AutoZam, which is i was very excited about in the gt3 race car uh z4 and blah 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 um Try and get Aaron Gold on the show next week, I think. Yeah. And we've got auto show coming up, too, so people are going to be coming to town. Put out the feelers. Spinelli will be here. <clears throat> yeah, we can probably book a bunch of people that week. We can, yeah, we, we can, I think. But we have, to, we have to go to San Francisco immediately before it to film that trio of BMW yeah. tuner cars. Uh, but we'll be back as soon as auto show starts. Do we have that minivan? Too, so we might be able to do something. Do we what? There. Do we still have that minivan coming? I, well, we have my minivan, which I, I've booked at Honda Odyssey 2015 uh, press that's car. That's what I mean. Yes, we do. It has the vacuum, supposedly. Awesome. I'm um, going to eat the, a the Honda of guy nature, was, nature Grand Granola bars. The, uh, the Honda guy was like super excited. He was like, you're going to love this. This is the best vehicle Honda makes right now. And it's, a, it's, a, it's probably a $60,000 Odyssey that we're taking on this filming trip. The best representative for minivans is journalists because people ask us, like, what yeah. do you guys rent? We're like, minivan. Yeah, yeah. And JF, Tom, everybody's like, they're awesome. They're yeah. so great. I, I'm, I need to sell mine so I can buy something else. But uh, You yeah. put an AutoZam in the minivan. Could you? I think you probably four could. Four by eight plywood <laughs> almost fits in your minivan. Because I, I bought a white. Does it almost thing. fit the wide way or the, the... No, no, yeah. Four feet fits the wide way. But you're, if the, the car is four, four and a, it yeah, it's, then it won't fit. Yeah, it won't fit. It's four Take out the plastic. If you could do Russian nesting vehicles. You get the AutoZam inside a minivan, then you put a little 50cc a pocket Peel bike 50, in yeah. fr- inside mm-hmm. of the AutoZam. So you have a little pit bike, yeah. the AutoZam, and the minivan it's like a turd- and a box truck. Yeah. So great. if you happen to be outside of San Francisco, look for a fully loaded Honda Odyssey. We'll be rolling. And then we'll do some, we'll do some LA Auto Show. Stay out of the left lane. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Meekum, Saturday, uh, the 15th, 1 to 4 Pacific, 3 to 7 Eastern. Look for me on uh, on uh, your televisor. All right. Cool. See you next week. Bye. Cool. Bye.